Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Um, all right. <clears throat> you guys ready? Let's go. Here we are. This is <laughs> still the Helping Friendly Podcast. What's up, guys? Hi, Hi RJ. We, we are here to talk to you about a lot of stuff, and it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Um, it's just us. We are not going anywhere. We are simply launching into another dimension, um, which is called Undermine, which you all heard of, I guess, a few times now. Um, Matt described it really well on our last episode and uh, the Under the Scales that came out last week, you can listen to. We are joining forces with Under the Scales and Beyond the Pond, and we're starting to plan season one, and it is going to be pretty amazing. But we wanted to do one last episode like this, which is weird to say because we're actually all going to be doing our episodes like we do them now, except 
in Undermine. So together, the the last episode thing is a little bit of a misnomer, but it gave us an opportunity to to hug and to to laugh and, and I to think, cry and to yell. Or do you think like you, you put like the old proverbial cart before the horse? You got to tell people why we're here and why you were like wow. Because you were like, we'll be back. Don't worry about it. But you left out the middle part, which is that this is our last episode. You know Wait, I mean? this is our last episode? <laughs> Brad, yeah. Brad, why the hell is your earbud hanging out of your ear? That's going to get picked up by the mic, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is a good time to point out, though, by the way, just from a procedural standpoint, that I we have We're committed, 25 minutes late. We're 25 minutes late, which is actually normal. Um, and yeah. we have pretty much, and by we, I mean I, have pretty much committed to do as little editing on this episode as possible. So <laughs> for one time, you guys are going to hear... Uh, a lot of the shit that goes on that the normally goes off like me saying, Brad, why the hell do you have an earbud hanging out of your ear? <laughs> a lot of well, it has to do with me, and I'm, it's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm <laughs> going to make a lot of extra noises on this one, just just for all of you guys, just just because I know Matt will let him go. Yes. I just think it's interesting that I won't. Brad knows the editing secret that Matt doesn't, which is that if you keep one earbud out of your ear, it actually gives a fuller sound. <laughs> and Brad's been doing it for years. Yeah, hey, th- there are people who've been listening to us since we started, and believe me, the sound when we started was pretty good. It was really, <laughs> really good. Sorry, um, I just clipped my mic on that lab. I'm just gonna say, um, uh, I've heard that episode. Yeah, and should we? Well, I, let me let me say one thing first, which is that we are doing a survey <laughs> of our listeners, and so many of you all have been listening to this show for so long. We want your input. Go to osirispod.com slash survey and help us out. Give us some input so we can make the listening experience better, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Or Matt might, actually. It depends. Probably. Depends what time it is. Um, I want to touch on this idea of jackassery, Matt, because <laughs> we we talk about this is sort of like an internal term. Because one time defines jackassery as <laughs> all of this. I forget. I forget how it started, but I think because I got the term from my father-in-law. But I think Matt has sought to cut out a lot of jackassery from us, which, yes. which is which is why people think that we are professional and. We're we're letting it all go this this week, but Matt, do, do you have a particular approach with jackassery, or is it just like kind of limited? There's two there's two parts to that. Yes, um, I do have a specific approach. I really try not to cut things out, um, and when I do cut things out, it means that either there was some sort of sound issue, like somebody's kid coming into the room and making noise, or perhaps a garage door beeping, or Matt something hates kids. like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that happening. I mean, I don't hate them. I just want them to stay out of the process, you know. Um, number two it's, it's is never my kids. We we get That's off. True. We get so off the rail, which is like a form of jackassery, where we're just, um, for example, in our November 1995 episode, we spent a significant amount of time talking about about Jimmy Buffett, um, and it was not relevant <laughs> to the discussion, and we were going pretty long, and so that gets that gets cut out, uh, or. If there's, there's a lot of cases when one of us says something and we think we're being really funny, but in fact, when you listen no. to it later, it's not funny at all. And the f- is, is this why I don't, I don't even appear in the last episode? <laughs> something like that. Yes. Yes. Um, and then the last, the, the last thing to call out is when somebody says something and they think they're being funny, but when I listen back to it, 
it makes them sound kind of like a jerk. And I want <laughs> all of us to sound like very friendly, uh, welcoming, open people. And so I'm protect I'm saving people from themselves by cutting that out. Now it, I have to say though, that all of that said and done, I have, I don't have data to back this up. So this is completely like a Trump thing that I'm just like <laughs> saying <laughs> shit, whatever. Damn it. <laughs> I will Science tell you says something else. Yeah. I have cut more of myself out of episodes than anything else. Like, for example, I think in the last episode with Ben last week, with Ben from Goose, I cut like five minutes of myself out of the episode, and it was only mm. like a it was only like a fifty minute discussion to begin with. So I'm I'm not I'm, I'm self censoring more than anything. Uh, Is that should we? I mean, should we kind of talk about that? Do you do you not like the sound of your own voice? Is there something we can help you with in terms of <laughs> feeling good about your opinions? Have like, you considered a different EQ approach to your own voice? It's maybe, all of the above. That would help. It's all of the above. It's sound. It's I. It's I don't like the things that I've said. Uh, so don't don't think that I'm just like oh I don't like Jonathan. I'm cutting him out of this episode. It's like trust me. For every minute of you that I cut out, I cut out like two or three of myself. I noticed that he didn't say, I don't like Brad. I'm cutting him out of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so the other thing that I do that cut out. a deflection, out, I think. I cut out religiously, and this is more of an inside joke, is that every single time RJ has ever paid me a compliment on the podcast, which you're a very good friend. You do this on a, on a regular basis. 100% of the time, I cut it out. <laughs> That's so great. Um, like it's funny. It. I've never heard RJ pay you a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I want to say, Jonathan, that um, as we were going through, and I was, I was actually, first of all, a bunch of listeners gave a ton of input on memorable moments, memorable guests, and what they love about the podcast. And we're going to get into that. And short turnaround too. Like we, we asked him yesterday. Yeah. And it was and yeah. It was pretty cool. Jonathan, you know, like the April 2014 is when we did the the Providence 94 show yeah. with you and, and Josh because you were at that show and um, you're lucky. But I didn't realize that the first episode that you were on as a guest host was episode 53, which was 20 episodes later, but also in 2014 with, with Jackson um, Richards, where he talked about 6-4-2011. And I wasn't on that episode i think it was it was brad and jonathan and jackson and so that was when you that was when you officially joined which i guess was mid 2014 but we didn't we didn't last very long without you wow yeah i i six years i thought i was taking over for you at that point i think (laughs) (laughs) much to your dismay i I came back (laughs) Um, it's for the better speaking of of taking over for me rj i just want to say like one of our first episodes was with with the baby's mouth which is a defunct um, organization, yeah, <laughs> uh, of Zach and Andy Greenberg, Zach Cohen, and um, he has he has pined more than once to take my spot. RJ's <laughs> RJ's RJ's remained firm. He's he's remained steadfast. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> and luckily for the sake of this podcast, he's not on it. Well, and I, I would say that anyone who's listened to this <laughs> from the beginning, you know that Brad's chair is protected and, and often empty, but always protected. Loud as fuck, too. This chair is loud. <laughs> it is, yes. Please get a new chair in the next two months. Um, but seriously, guys, it's so, so Brad and I started this in mid-2013, and I just want to say this is the most rewarding project that I've ever done. And like personally, my career, my life completely changed because of this silly podcast that we started on a whim. And we, my wife and I were about to have our first kid and we were painting the kid's bedroom and I was listening 
to some horribly, you know, recorded audio recording that we were going to play on the podcast on our second episode or something. And my wife was like, why would you start a huge project like this right before we're about to have our first kid? And that kind of like set the tone for the Helping Friendly podcast. So I was like, that's a good question, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> it is a good question. And I'd like to make sure the audience knows that at this point now you have like 30 kids. Um, but how did she know it would be a big project? I mean, it could have most pro, most podcasts are just like, we, yeah, we're going to do a podcast three weeks later. Like this freaking work. I'm done. <laughs> that's um, true. And, we, had no, and, we had no clue. Yeah. We had no clue. I mean, you also weren't working that hard on it when you started, right? I mean, no, I mean, I I spent more time editing as we went along because I think the first time Brad sent me a file of his voice, I put my voice into Audacity and an entire fish show and then we put it out there. Yeah, that was it. Here you go. And people people were like, this is cool. And we were like, wait, really? Uh, We we were I think we were surprised. And then I would say that I don't want to go out on a limb, but I would say that it's got gotten slightly better over time. I think that better, you, a little bigger. Were you not using Twitter in, in June of 2013? I don't think no, you were. No, you, you were like, we should go on Twitter and promote this podcast. And I, I was like, cool, let's do it. And then we yeah. got some friends and kind of went from there. Um, it's interesting. I, I guess, how do we, should we just keep talking? Just keep talking. What you, what's wrong? <laughs> so we talked about, we talked about Jonathan coming on and, um, the first episode you were part of officially was 53. When was the first episode that you were on? That it was 20 something when we did the Providence 94. Okay. Thing. Episode 33. Episode 33. But I, I would say um, that was what April you said of 2014. It was in the fall of 2013 that uh, like somewhere along there, I started listening to this show and right around after Halloween, I think is when we uh, we started corresponding on Twitter's, yeah. uh, because I had I had opinions, and, um, hmm. and here we are. <laughs> and then are. let's talk about Matt's intro. I think we we've done it before, but just a quick recap of Matt and RJ. You guys saw each other somewhere, or like well, you met somewhere? What across the room? I was. was <laughs> I was I was a listener. I listened to you guys pretty regularly, and uh, actually very. Regularly. I listened to every. Can you episode. imagine what Matt thought when he listened to it? He was like, "Are you fucking so serious?" Painful. And so I, I, you know, we interacted on Twitter and stuff like that. And I was a guest uh, to cover Mexico, which is actually crazy. Mm. I'm, I'm wearing my Mexico 2016 shirt, t-shirt right now. I, I was that, I was yeah. just on with Craig Hillwig. Uh, we were both in Mexico, and we uh, contributed uh, thoughts uh, afterwards. I remember I took it so seriously seriously because i had told you in advance you guys were like looking for somebody you were like hey who's gonna be in mexico and i was like i'll do it and uh so i was like taking notes while i was down there and i was telling people i was like dude i gotta like take all these notes because i'm gonna be on the helping friendly podcast after this and i gotta like i gotta like everybody's like what know my shit and people are like yeah fine whatever dude like um okay here's another way i'm drinking another bar um and so we did that and then i met rj uh, like three or four months after it was April of 2016. Um, we hung out before an infamous string dusters show Yeah, yeah. and, uh, became pretty quick. Actually, do you want to hear a funny story about this? And this is maybe the one thing that I'll take out. Like this is, <laughs> uh, this is actually a very sentimental kind of sweet story that RJ, if you're not cool with this, I'll cut it out, but I think you're cool. Therefore with it. we shall cut it. 
I Go. so RJ RJ and our are hanging out. And I admit RJ and I admit his wife Rachel. Uh, we were we went to this bar in DC, and my wife was going to come out and meet us at the show and stuff. And um, we left this bar and we went to walk to the nine thirty club. And RJ was like, "I got to get something out of my car." And I said, "Okay." And we're talking, talking, having a great time. And we walk over to his car. And as I'm talking, he reaches into the console in his car and he pulls out a syringe and a vial. And he starts to prepare this like injection. And I'm like, for reasons why you'll learn in a second, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And uh, he stops as I'm talking to him and he looks at me and he goes, I should probably explain this. <laughs> and I, he's like, my wife and I are trying to have another kid. And, and I interrupted him and I was like, dude, my daughter is an IVF baby too. And so oh, nice. we nice. bonded instantly. Oh, our our right. wives became, became super, super close friends and everything like that. But, um, that was how, uh, there were, I mean, there was a split second. I was like, man, this guy's a junkie, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but then the, the second part of that we, so we started hanging out and that was the summer that you guys lived down the street from me in Alexandria, uh, yeah. at your in-laws because your house was under construction. Yeah. And so we would hang out we would go get beers and stuff. And one night, uh, we were leaving, uh, Delray Pizzeria. We'd had a bunch of beers and stuff. And I said, Hey, you know, if you ever need any help with the show, you know, just, um, just let me know. Meaning like, I, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, I can make this thing sound so much better, but like, yeah, I was trying to be polite and I was like, yeah, you know, like give me, you know, if you have an interview to record and you need an extra set of hands or whatever. And RJ just goes, well, why don't you just join us and be on the show? <laughs> I was like, I, yeah. I wasn't trying to sign up for that, but okay. And that was, that was how it happened. <laughs> oh man, those are good. Those are good memories. Thank you. Um, I, I want to, I mean, we'll go, we're going to go through some of these episodes, but there is a very memorable moment when, when Matt first joined, when we recorded the tweezer episode, which is still an amazing two part deep dive into tweezer and Jonathan, Matt and I were in Matt's basement and we were ready. We had, Matt had a data dashboard and we had notes and we had tons of episodes of tweezer. I mean, tons <laughs> of versions of tweezer to oh, get through. Oh, look who it is, everybody. Hey, hey there's, there's a kid. There's two kids. Hey, hey, guys. Everybody know. Say hi, everyone. Hi. You got to talk to the microphone, though. This is the last time. Hi. Hey. All right. <laughs> so surprising to see you guys. All right, go to bed. <laughs> Love you guys. So we're in. Okay, we're in. Hang hang on, RJ. I want to interrupt your story. I want to hear your whole story, but I gotta, I gotta, you gotta back it up a little bit because we were going to Matt's house, and I was like, "Who is this guy? He's a listener. I mean, this is like, is this gonna be cool? Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be weird? I mean, like." What, what he he's he's listened to a bunch of tweezers like i mean i know people who do that That's they're true. all weirdos um but love you guys everybody out there um and so so i was a little i was a little like a little concerned because yeah so it, it worked out so go ahead, go ahead. well no but it's interesting because we we went into matt's house without like knowing that much about each other you know v- various dynamics and it was it felt like going to like catch a ride with someone before a fish show you know we each had like a couple heady beers and our various devices and we're like hey man like let's, let's listen to these tweezers and matt had it all set up so that we could listen to the tweezer then record some shit and then listen to more tweezers and it was awesome and we were mm. incredibly high um, and it was hard. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that. It was yeah, hard speak, to speak get... for yourself, man. 
Yeah, it's hard to get weird, through that. Man. I was my, in the heady beers. We were, we were. My we boss is listening to this. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We weren't. We definitely weren't. Um, but that was awesome, and uh, Matt did so much preparation for that. That was fun and great. Those were great episodes. So they were fun. Matt. Matt, do you think it's possible to play like a couple minutes of of episode one? Yes, we should do that. Okay. Hello, welcome to episode number one of the Helping Friendly Podcast. I'm Brad, and I'm here with my good friend RJ, and we're excited to bring you the first of what we hope will be many weekly podcasts. RJ's going to tell us a little bit about, about the theory behind the podcast, and then we'll get to the music. RJ? Thanks, Brad. So here's our theory behind this podcast. We want to bring you one fish show per week with minimal nonsense. We want to give fish fans a place to download one show a week to enjoy and we hope to shine some light on some lesser-known but equally amazing shows as your Denver 97s and your Halloween 94s. We promise not to pontificate on our shows too much and waste your valuable time. And lastly, here's what this podcast isn't. We're not trying to convert you into a fish fan, nor are we trying to convince you that fish is good. We hope you're already there with us. And just a bit of background about us. Brad and I have known each other for more than 20 years. He lives in Phoenix. I live in D.C. We both love live music, especially the dead and fish. And we're already talking about live music and fish every week, so we figured, why not put it on the internet? So you can find us on the web at hfpod.blogspot.com. You can follow us on Twitter, hfpod. And you can email us at helpingfriendlypodcast at gmail.com. Just note, friendly is spelled F-R-I-E-N-D-L-Y, not with a P-H. So, on to this week's show. For the first show, we've chosen November 30th, 1995 from Dayton, Ohio, Nutter Center. Dayton is near and dear to me, not only because Fish usually played some really good shows there, but also because it's my wife's hometown and RJ in my home state. I think set one's really solid. It includes some Fish staples, along with what were some new songs in 1995. We'll meet you back here at the set break, and we'll uh, break down what you've heard. Again, I'll tell you, I've said it before, I think we've talked about it, but I had um, like an iPad 2, like the rounded... I mean, they're probably half an inch thick, those old iPads, yeah. right? With like the fat, uh, you know, the fat input plug. Um, I had that and I had, uh, you know, just earbuds and I was walking around the house, I remember, because I was like nervous. I was like, oh man, this is like, you know, our first podcast. And we had a script. We had it definitely laid yeah. out, Yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's like a little bit cringeworthy for me to listen to. It's a little, you know, because I can hear the nervousness and I can hear. Um, I got it, a lot of feedback on that one from my wife. She was like, that was interesting. But yeah. I would maybe not I do these 10 things. Like read exactly from a script. <laughs> so we've spent the last that's, that's really good 188 advice. episodes doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the energy, man. Yeah, it's all um, exactly. And our exactly. friend Justin Bruce Fuck said, a change. I like Justin Bruce so much because he's been on in every yeah. era of the Helping Friendly yeah. podcast. And he said, apropos nothing, I love the early episodes recorded on hazy nights when RJ and Brad are clearly kicking back, catching up, and just happened to hit record. You guys were my first exposure to podcasts back in 2014. And I, I appreciate that. And it definitely, that was the case. We had... Brad would like, I'd be like, Brad, what, what, what was this venue like? And Brad would, you can like hear him typing on the computer. <laughs> like, According to the, the, computer, the Wikipedia yeah. says that this venue yeah, was built yeah. in 1956. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you know what though? Those details were cool. Like I like that, you know? Uh, it was fun and, to, and listen, and I to, the way to learn Brad about like minor, yeah, minor, minor league hockey teams and shit. That's just fun, man. Yeah. 
We, we did all right. Um, I do want to say one of our first listeners was this guy, Drew, who is who by choice is sort of in the background of in the fish community, but he's one of the most important people who's helped to build Osiris at this point. He sent me a, a text last week because we did the Ben Atkin episode and said something about Undermine. He said, I listened to the first episode and I was hooked. I had been off tour for 10 years and just coming back, it helped mm. me feel part of it again. I'm so proud of to be a small part of helping to grow Osiris for the last sh- show, have a toast for all of us who knew you knew from the beginning, you would be successful. So should we toast to those? those hey, people? That's yeah. deep, man. I mean, that's, I know. you know, I, Cheers. to Cheers. me, like the aesthetic of the show always has been and always will be, I mean, in the capacity that we continue just to replicate the standing in the parking lot, drinking a beer with your friends, talking about fish. Mm. Right. I mean, like we all love to do that. And this was kind of just like an encapsulation of that. And even though we've tried to get fancy at, at times and do more, uh, you know, slick sounding or journalistic kind of stuff, I still feel like that's the kind of the heart of the show, you know? Yeah. I want to, I want to mention, um, oh man, a brain fart. Sorry. Go ahead. You have to cut that out. No, no. <laughs> well, that's I, would, in. I would say that, um, I've done my best to try to keep it from getting too journalistic or fancy um, because I do, I, I, I prepare slightly more than Brad, which is not a big number, I think. <laughs> um, and I say that with love, Brad. Um, no, I know. I get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm doing my best to try to keep things loose here. Well, I love it that we could, RJ, that we, um, we, we did this via text a lot, I think, just kind of chatting about shows and you would tell me more than I would tell you, but you know, it was kind of a back and forth of, Hey, I just listened to this show because I randomly came upon it. Um, check it out. And then, Oh, I listened to it today too. And here's what I took from it. Um, and it, this is that kind of how it grew, I think. Right. I mean, and then I remember what I wanted to talk about is Brian Brinkman, who obviously is going to be part of undermine. Um, and how he was in Korea. He was on the early episodes. Do you remember that? And, um, he talked about the same thing, like how of we kind of connected him to the scene um, and just kind of, uh, you know, just to chat about fish. And, and he was so eager and so excited and so prepared. Um, it's no doubt uh, or it's no surprise that he's his podcast is so successful as well. Yeah, for sure. And he he uh, yeah, he came through in in a lot of ways early on. Like he wrote a lot about fish in ways that we weren't doing. Same with Zach, what Zach and Andy were doing. I feel like that was like it felt like kind of a renaissance of f- online fish presence. You know, like people were people were doing projects. You know, Andrea was doing her pictures, and Mike Hamid started doing the fish maps. Like people were starting to do more projects around fish, and we just happened to like start around that time. Um, I think fish Twitter list- was just blown up in 2013, right? <clears throat> it was it was a pretty good like, time took for off. the fish band as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, yeah. 2013, I mean, I had been on a, a break myself. I hadn't seen <clears throat> fish for a couple years and came back to fall 2013, uh, I think, the right time. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people did, and I think we were getting back, Brad and I were both kind of getting back into them as well. Um, one of our listeners at Mr. Hoyt um, said... I remember the wingsuit pod so well, and I went back and looked, and you can only find it on archive. Um, but it's episode eighteen, and that I had gone to that that uh, that Halloween, and I forgot that it was so early on. But um, 
that was we were both a little bit i listened to a few minutes of it today brad because we were both a tiny bit confused still we we're like <laughs> i was like yeah i had fun it was weird and you were like yeah it's weird and that was it and then we played the played the set <laughs> um, <laughs> um we uh, another listener at wolf guitar said what a great run i scrolled back through old episodes and i believe the first one i listened to was episode 25 um, there may have been others before, but I remember listening to that one. HFPod has come a long way with both the technology and your podcasting skills. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Is, I saw that tweet. Yeah. Which is a nice, <laughs> a good nice. Shot. that is, a, I think that's a compliment. And that, that episode was our first with Rob Mitchum, who, who I think most people know, and he, he's great. And he's, he's been on a lot of times. Um, do you guys okay. remember the taper episode? Because it seems like everyone remembers the taper episode. That was a great, great early episode. Which I don't know why it was, I don't know what we did, because I don't necessarily think we did anything well on that. I think we just had good good guests. guests. Yeah, Yeah, this uh, comment here is is from at last tube. It's Lenny Stubb, who uh, he's been on the Broke Down Pod too, and he's a taper and a great guy. And he said the taper episode with uh, Scott Bernstein and Chilwig, Craig, uh, Taking, talking about the subculture and uncovering the stories and why audience recordings are underappreciated was really special. And it's true. Uh, they are underappreciated, particularly now in the era when you can get the live fish immediately. Um, you're missing something if you just listen to that. Um, and I think that episode really highlighted. I really enjoyed that episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, go ahead, Brad. I was just going to say it was the first one that I, I mean, I still have vivid memories of it, specific memories of it, because I feel like it was the first one that had a clear purpose and a, a nice arc. Yeah. It, you know That's what I true. mean? Like, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It made sense. Instead of let's play the show and talk a little bit about it in context, you actually had guests and really got into a thing about the culture around fish, not just, you know, this down with disease jam or whatever. Yeah. Which... Which I think you had done, uh, you know, I wouldn't say you hadn't done that before, but it was really, that was a good one. I was listening then. Well, I think it turned out okay. I don't know what we did, but then we, we kept bringing on more guests and we're going to talk about our guests in a little while. Um, Jonathan, I just want to say, I, I, I had proposed a few topics and I'm just going to jump to one right now. One of the things I learned from you from podcasting together for a long time is that you have, uh, I think Brad and I both had like a... a, a um, once in a while, we were a little bit like cynical or critical of a show or a tour or fish, and I, I've I've learned from you because you're you're so positive about music, and I think that's from seeing the dead and seeing a lot of fish and seeing other music that all these shows have something to offer, you know. And I think we knew that kind of going into this podcast. That was part of what we wanted to uncover. But I feel like I've become much more um, accepting of whatever fish wants to do is cool with me because, uh, because of you. So thank you. Uh, wow, that's, that's cool. Happy if I could help with that, but there are some fish shows that are terrible. So let me listen. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not do that. that would be awesome if you had the list. Um, <laughs> I, oh, I know the list, but you I'm have not going to do that. So one thing, do you guys remember, I don't remember when we started quick hits, but that was like, that was a pretty cool idea. I guess it was maybe 2017. I think it was after you joined, right, Matt? Uh, I think no, because he did the one from Mexico. S- no, oh, no, that, that was a that was a, uh, a, a recap. Was, was that a was recap? Episode, yeah, yeah. I can actually tell you exactly because I'm looking up some numbers here right now. Um, 
I can tell you exactly when the first one. The first one was uh, the start of the summer 2016 tour, which was when I joined uh, okay. around that time. Nice. So nice. Um, I don't think I was even officially like doing stuff with you guys then. I think it was just like a thing that was starting. Which yeah, you had. If, we were still negotiating the contract. I remember yes. That shit. Yes. Exactly. I was yeah, playing hardball. Yeah. Which, I don't know why you held out so long. <laughs> pretty which, drawn. Pretty drawn out. Uh, let's let's put it out there. We've had we've had a love hate thing with the quick hits. They're good. Yep. We like them. We love connecting with people, but like trying to like chase somebody down who at the start of the tour was like, dude, I've got to be your person for this show. And then you're calling them and calling them and calling them the whole next day after a show and they've walked out and then you're going on Twitter and saying like, Hey, was anybody at this show? And, um, that some, that has been a little bit stressful at times. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's been good. It's I've, also been rewarding. And it's, it's one of the things that people really, really love based on the comments that, that we got. And, yeah. You and, said rewarding. I think that's right. It, it, it's, um, it makes me feel like we're doing something for the community. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I don't know. It's it's nice to do, and I know other people enjoy it because I would want to hear it too. It's like a sports center of, um, <laughs> if you're into sports, you know, it's sports center of like you know the fish shows. Well, getting that That's some sort of television program, <laughs> a program, getting that next day glow from somebody <laughs> is great too. Like you don't get the necessarily yes. the best critical opinion, but like talking to somebody who was at the show and you, maybe you even like streamed it or something. And you're like, Oh, that was a decent show. And they were there in the room and they still have the glow from it to get that on tape is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I enjoy doing them. I like to get the scene report from the lot and all of those things. Uh, and I, big thanks to everybody who showed up for one because we know like particularly if you're doing multiple shows or you know if you're just not at home and it's not your local show having to get up in the morning and get on the phone and talk about the show seems like a good idea until that morning right so uh i appreciate it everybody who took the time and we had some really fun quick hits i really enjoyed doing them shout out to uh, uh at nola socks josh and maine He's done a bunch, um, and I, he was always really reliable. I just, just off the top of my head. Yeah, there were a lot of people who weren't, you know, and, and but we understand. I don't think <laughs> yeah, we ever we were like it. pissed. We're like, yeah, I understand. It's like the no, next day. Right. It's eleven, you know, it's eleven thirty a.m. I understand why that's pretty early for you. Um, so, uh, um, at Mallory Bodhi B O D H I said I started listening around mid twenty fifteen and um, immediately made my seventy minute seventy five minute commute fun on release days my favorite up was the beyond the pond crossover where everyone talked about their musical dna loved getting to hear the backstories and that was do you guys remember that we did that at my house and brad that was brad was the only one who wasn't there between our two podcasts but remember we made i made my wife and all of my kids like stay outside for like a while and (laughs) i think there were so many kids and and people and we were like just like stay outside for like a few hours and we'll just talk in our living room and um it was really fun to be in person but um looking back i'm like wow that was like that was a big ask but it was really fun that was on the episode that was on it was i on the episode no Uh, no okay i don't remember it but i I do remember other times like a couch report when you and tom and like matt were all like sitting on your couch that you had like prepped and like there's a light and there's a microphone and I'm like at my desk in, in Phoenix, like looking at you guys on my computer screen. You guys are all like <laughs> fist bumping and like passing joints. And I'm just like, yeah, hey guys, like waving like in the camera. <laughs> oh, man. Matt, what were you, you were going to say something earlier? 
I was going to say a lot of things. Go for it. Say them oh. all. Oh, no, I don't, I, I don't remember. I mean, there was How are you going to have anything something. to cut out? So, <laughs> well, so, okay. So let me uh, jump to something. Um, I was just running the numbers because I was curious. Because one of the things we always joke about is the episode number, uh, which RJ has made a really good point of recently of saying, like, <laughs> this doesn't matter. Nobody cares about this. Um, for the record, tonight is, uh, this is episode 189 officially. But because of the quick hits other stuff that for some reason didn't get like a number or whatever. If you include like the initial 20 uh, and then everything that I have in our hosting platform here, there is about 340 episodes, which if we say that this has been going for seven years, that's like we're averaging like 50 episodes a year, um, which is like, that's, that's pretty intense. That's very many. It's amazing. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I do, I do, I mean, I, I will reiterate the point that we wouldn't have been able to keep it going if Jonathan hadn't joined. And then Jonathan wanted to start his own podcast about the Grateful Dead. And we were like, whatever, I've heard of them. And, <laughs> and then Matt joined. And so you guys are now used to like some kind of combination of us showing up, but we wouldn't, it, it would have ended much earlier if you got, if you, both of you guys hadn't joined. So um, I'm grateful because I think it's cool. Um, do you guys remember that live show we did at American Beauty in the summer of 2017? There was, I remember yeah, all of that, them. The that first, one was the first cool. one. The first one. That was really amazing. Someone uh, at, at Shred, S-H-R-E-D, that's how you spell it, but with an extra D. Um, he, he mentioned that live show at American Beauty. And I like I hadn't forgotten about it because it was, it was really fun. But looking back on it, the four of us were able to be there together. We had some guests. I think we learned a lot in that some things worked well and some things didn't like we didn't ever put the audio out cause it didn't really work, but the live show was super fun. I thought, yeah, we, d- I thought I, we did put some audio out. I remember doing something with it. We might've done something, but I, think I don't think something. we put it all out. I think we did. We, yeah, yeah. No, remember we did a clip show where we had like segments of it that oh, we dropped in. Oh, that's what we did. did. Cause yeah. not all of it yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting one. I mean like the, the other two, we've done three total and the, the second and third one were way better, but that first one I like, we like I I took the train in New York with like a backpack full of audio gear because we were gonna have to do everything Same. ourselves and like, you know, it was like and then like next thing you know that room in American Beauty was just packed with people like and they were all our friends so it's like it wasn't like we had some you know like I think between the four of us we knew everybody in the room but that I believe maybe you guys can correct me on this I think that's the only time that the four of us have been together in person all four of us, right? Wow. I think that's correct. That's wild, but definitely right. Yeah. And that was that was a lot of fun and uh weird a little bit, but uh it it was very cool. And the, th- sorry, go ahead, John. Well, I wanted to say you know, I did the same thing as you met, you know, bunch of gear and a backpack and then the uh the second time we did it wasn't that also there but it was downstairs but it was on the stage it was the main stage right. yeah. it was new yeah. year's run i think yep and uh and i was late <sighs> like i was on a train that was delayed yes you and were coming up from dc and it was late and it was i was freaking out i was pacing the train and we're coming into the tunnel. It's like it's I'm supposed to be there. I know the train station's right around the corner. I just I'll, I'll just book and i i got out of that train i ran out of penn station ran down the street turned the corner run up to american beauty talk my way through the door and you guys are on the stage and i'm walking through taking off my coat that was <laughs> yeah. 
That was wild. We had Dave Goldstein fill in for you until you got there. Yeah, well. Yeah. Good thing I got there. That was cool because then there was a bunch of like people we didn't know that came to that one. And that was really fun. And then the the third one in Hampton, fall of 2018, that that was like pretty huge. I mean, there was like a lot of people there and like people were like coming up to us afterwards and introducing themselves and stuff. And it was like, that, that, that was like a thing. And then I think we also said like, all right, no more live events. <laughs> I'd have done more. My daughter was there for that one. That's right. She was. That's right. She was. Yeah. And our friend Scott Reese filmed us, um, which was awesome. And he, he was one of our first guests, Brad and I talked to him early on. He, uh, I think, I wonder if he still listens. Hi Scott. I don't know. Um, Hi Scott. I've known Scott a long time. Yeah, so you have. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Scotty King on Twitter has been a, 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 a quick hit guest. He said that he discovered us uh, leading up to Magna Ball, and then he said his favorite episode is the Curveball Come Down Show, <laughs> just a bit outside, which Jonathan and I and our friends, Jeremy and Kate from our spirit family, and our friend Madi, we were in a, an RV, and it was pouring rain on the RV, and we were talking to Matt on the phone. Remember that? And That's we were right. trying to that- like... I that mean, was wild. I have that not was... listened listened back to that, but um, it's actually kind of it reminds me of like what it would be like to discover that there's a pandemic. You know, it was sort yeah. of like that. Like we don't know what's happening, but we can't right. go to this concert. Hey, we, should we take an ad break? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking maybe we should take an ad break. We've got to uh, we got to pay. Let's the, do it. We got to get, get get the bills paid somehow. There's ad break. Right we'll be right back after a word from Brad's sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need, oh, how's it going? I think we're good. I need to beer up if you guys need okay. to as well. I'm going to do it. Cool. Yeah. You guys good on time? I'm here. Yeah, we're we're 37 minutes in. We're good. <clears throat> All right. I'll be right back. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Are you guys? Are you guys cool? Should we just keep going through this thing? Is this cool? Yeah, this is yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, is everyone yeah, liking totally, it? All right. Totally, totally. Um, are you, should we are all you cool? like you take like a minute to figure out a best take, worst take, or what we've learned? Other than, you know, RJ, who has clearly given thoughts to this stuff, and the rest of us are just kind of like winging it. I say, I say, let's just go. Let's just okay. go. Let's keep talking. Yeah, Rich. Yeah. What, Brad? What? No, no, no. Yeah. Go for it. I didn't. I, I didn't have any. I like your beard, Brad. Uh, thanks, man. Looking good. Sorry, John. Go ahead. Your hair is so nice, so parted, and so nice. Yeah, it looks like is you it? used a comb. It's pretty yeah. long. Kind of hippie uses combs. I'd love to see you. In, I'd love to see you in the wind, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, what were you saying anyway? Uh, me? I, what was I saying? I don't even know. We were talking about um, 
live shows and how I would do I would do another one in a heartbeat. I hope we do. I hope we I hope we do. My, an undermined live show in the future would be red. You know, if there's a future where people can be live, we have to. Yeah. Tom was in at American Beauty. Remember that he was there. Yep. That was like a yeah, big. Was. That was, we had a special guest. Yep. That's a big yep. deal. Yeah, yep. I have a cool. There's cool photos um, <clears throat> taken by. I think by Steve Volker, right? I think that's um, right. I have that's a right. couple yeah. of them on yeah. my hard drive somewhere. Who, somewhere. By the way, we, I, mean, I want to give a shout out to him in a minute because he helped us get started. And uh, there's a whole backstory, which I don't think anyone's interested in. So <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you should tell it. That, cause you're talking about the other the other fish podcast. Yeah, right? they had a, a podcast called Type 2 Cast. And it mm-hmm. was Steve. Mm. Steve was the host and the editor. Um, yeah. And they had a lot of people who, who ended up coming on Helping Friendly Podcasts, but they were the other podcast going when we started. And then they sort of stopped not that long after we started. Um, Steve sent you the hard drive, didn't he? He sent me the drive, the drive with all of the all of the fish shows. Um, totally legal. Totally legal. Like nothing. Very you know, yeah, incredibly no, legal. I, I listened to those guys religiously uh, before you guys started up. They were great. Um, they had a lot of really great guests on and stuff. Um, so this was, I think that, I'm, I'm just remembering that, to be honest with you. Like this was a nice way to continue that tradition. Hey, you know what we haven't done in a while? We used to do this all the time, but then I think some of us started to not drink every time we were recording. Wink, wink. Sorry. What <laughs> um, can I do? Weird. Uh, but what, yeah, what are you guys drinking? RJ, what are you drinking? Then? Oh, man. I am drinking a, a one of my go-tos here of Hops and Clouds from Vault Brewing. Um, I, I, you probably know Vault from Yardley, Yardley PA, Matt. I do. Um, and I have another, I have a Conshohocken as a backup. But uh, this Hops and Clouds is a great, not, not very strong IPA that is delicious. Sweet. Jonathan? Uh, I'm drinking the 2020 Anchor, our special holiday ale, um, as as one does this time of year. It's a good one. This year's a good one. It they're always a good. But yes, I love it. Yeah, Brad. Brad. Jonathan, I'm disappointed you didn't brew that beer. Oh, no, <laughs> but um, believe me, we, I've got a lot of homebrew nearby. But it's uh, I'm drinking the uh, the Tower Station from Mother Road Brewing in Flagstaff, Arizona. I've I've probably talked about it before. RJ and I got fucking hammered one time. How, you were out here? Oh how, my god! How long ago was that? <laughs> Three and years, I maybe. A, I bought two four packs because it comes, you know, sixteen ounce cans and four packs. I bought two of them, thinking like, oh, RJ will be here for a couple of days and this will be good. And then like that night, I was like, holy shit, man! I think we drank all those beers. I had and, to fly uh, back the next day. <laughs> I had to fly home. I was not. I was in bad shape. That was yeah, really good it's, beer. Uh, it's yeah, it's delicious. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a really good beer and, and one of my go tos as well. How about you, Matt? I have yeah. I'm I'm drinking a uh, an Aslan beer from here in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. This is their Runaway Train uh, IPA, um, which is Aslan is uh, super super amazing and dependable and uh, pretty awesome. So, was that the, supposed to be my beer, Matt? No, I already drank all the stuff that was supposed okay. to be your beer. <laughs> 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 but I'll, I'll make I'll get another delivery when I yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, whenever we're we'll able to see up. each other again. Was that the Goo Goo Dolls run away yeah, train? I, yeah. Yes, Soul Asylum, Soul Asylum. I can't. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It, yes, ever since I read the can about five minutes ago, I cannot uh, get that out of my head. So mm. I just I've, I've always ah. needed I've always like needed an asylum, but just for my soul. You know what I mean? You <laughs> you gotta gotta put put it's either that or you set it free, man. Um, 
our friend Richard Nash, who who's been listening for a long time, he uh, I actually ran into him on the metro in DC um, once, and he just came up to me on the metro and was like, "Hey man, I love your podcast." And like that happens at MSG sometimes, like places where there's like large concentrations of, of fish fans. But on the metro was awesome, and and I, I really appreciate him. He loved our winter tw- two thousand three. I was going to say twenty oh three, which is a weird way to talk about that year. Um, but he said I also loved when. Jonathan subtweeted Chop and said, we don't rank shit here. And then Chop was an episode, a couple episodes later, was a guest for the December 95 Love Fest. Just ranking which the is, shit out of, yeah. We did, we all, we all said, we're not going into the ranking shit. And then we were like, actually, you want to come on our show and rank a bunch of shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, Chop is ranked. It's all about content. That's what he does. He's, uh... But that two-part December 95 episode, I mean, that was really good. Yes. Yes. And, and yes. Drew, Drew, our friend Drew was also on that. Drew Hits, who's amazing and is the only person who's ever done an episode of HF Pod apart from the four of us. Oh, that's true. That's oh, true. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It took me a corner. second. I was like, wait. Yeah. What was that? Ever, Come on. Drew's like the Drew's sentence corner. was Drew's corner, which hopefully we'll, yes. get, we'll get Drew involved uh, a little bit uh, in Undermine because Drew's a, a great guy and has a great music mind. And yeah, really good on the Twitter too. Really, really good. good He's amazing. Yeah. The the dude abided on Twitter said the December ninety five episodes are essential listening, which is nice to to hear about. Uh, we we heard a lot about those that two part winner uh, December ninety five, and a bunch of people mentioned the backtracking episodes too, which we only got through picture of nectar. No, no we, uh, uh, hoist. Ooh. Oh, we hoist. went through. So hoist? We, we did, yeah, we went through Rift for sure. I don't know about hoist. We did. We did Hoist. Yeah, I, I don't think mm, we yeah. got. We didn't get to uh, Billy Breeze. But we'll, right, guys, we we can't stop now. We we'll just, figure out. We'll uh, figure out a way to, to work yeah. those in. Let's knock the, the rest uh, of them out here tonight while we're here. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Billy Breeze beers. is the best studio album. There we go. Boom. And oh. track one from Billy Breeze, which is Round Room, I like <laughs> a lot. Uh, Jonathan, I don't know if you like that, <laughs> but let's just let's I go. Like, let's uh, go. Pebbles and Marbles from Sigma Oasis. <laughs> tier, we know tier a lot two, about Big fish. Boat. Boom. Research, research is helpful with music as it was made to be. All right, guys, we are getting to. No one got the reference. Shit. Um, can I was we run through. T- I didn't hear it. Do it again. Come on. <laughs> nope, I'm not doing it. I don't <laughs> listen to what you say. I only can listen we, to Brad. Can we run through some guests? <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about? Uh, we we have had some amazing guests. We should we should thank them uh, i want to lead into it a little bit rj okay you and i how many did we do before we had a guest five two (laughs) three (laughs) we had a guest on episode three i think zach and andy came on episode three episode three okay all right maybe four maybe four you're right with the first five anyway so i think um both of you both of us both of you both of us realize that <laughs> um, we, we all know English have, really well. Yeah, we should probably have other people on this podcast because it's we're we're not doing it for us. We're doing it. I mean, we're doing it for us, but doing it for everyone, and it's probably more exciting for everyone to have other people on. Um, and by f- for sure, all of the best episodes I think have have other people on right i i think they include guests for sure yeah we we also went i think we went in waves right for, we would have guests every episode for a long time and then we kind of would go on a streak like I, i'd say over the past year we haven't had that many guests which is interesting um 
We had, I remember early on, we had a very established uh, internet radio, like podcast personality. As, and we were like, dude, this is going to be good. This guy's professional. We're going to like, we're turning into professionals. And then he was on the podcast on his fucking phone with earbuds, like smoking a cigarette. And I was like, God, like what? You know what I mean? Like that was like, that was one of the, it was a difficult point in my life. Some of us have not <laughs> forgotten that. Well, I, I just, uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I have to go through these names because there's one here. We've we've referred to this, um, not the same thing that Brad's talking about, but a, a different guest. Um, I'm talking about more than one person. Nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows. it's true. It's true. We've had a lot. Um, I'm just going to go through this list, and I'm going to I'm actually going to talk about this for the first time publicly. So if you guys are you, are you sure you should do that? I mean, I already know what you're going to say, and it's not even in the notes. But no, I'm I'm not going to say anything okay. about anybody. Um, Scott Reese, I already said, thank you so much, Scott, for helping us get our Hampton 2018 shit together. I don't think the the video would have actually worked without Scott. Um, Steve Volker already said he he sent me the drive and kind of like gave us an informal, you know, blessing of our podcast. It, little did we know, or I don't know if he knew at the time that his podcast would be winding down. So it actually worked. Rob Mitchum, Wally Holland, Craig Hillwig, Lenny, Scott Bernstein, the other Scott Bernstein, Scotty B., Nathan Rabin, who was, I would say, our most unique interview ever. Brad and I asked him one question, and uh, he just—we didn't—we didn't know how to control the, the the conversation after that. It was a, it was it was a wild ride. Um, Kylie was like, all, "Are all your?" My wife was like, "Are all your podcasts going to be four hours long?" And I was like, "Depends." <laughs> he wrote a great book, you know, on his fish book and is ICP. really, really good. It's good. And he, he told some great stories. It was just Brad and I didn't know well enough how to control it. Um, Justin B, Justin Bolognino, Matt Burnham, Kate, Wade, Wade, we love you. Chop, Allie, Drew, we just talked about. David Steinberg, Josh oh, Carvers. Man. That was a good one, too. Yeah, Josh Carver, Steve Judd, one of our earliest listeners, Jake Sherman from Politico, Felicia, thank you, Felicia, Dave Calarco, Mr. Minor, Josh Corin, Diana Hank, and Allie. Hi, Allie. Yeah, uh, let's see. I got I got a list here, too. So uh, we have Greg Adler. Hey, Greg. Um, Patrick Brannon, Adam Menzo, Steve Hyden, Tyler Curtis, Jackson Richards, CJ Farrell, Vic, mm. and Andy Greenberg, Zach Cohen. George, what's up, Georgie? He's my dog. Uh, I don't say that about anybody in the universe except for George. He's the guy. Uh, Brian Brinkman, Dave Goldstein, Donnie, Alan Paul, Macon Phillips, Scott Ferber of the John T. What's up, Scotty? And Marty. So, Hi, Marty. Hey. So, also, uh, Andy Keithley, uh, Ari Fink. Great, great guy, Ari Fink. Uh, Todd Ahrens. I'm sorry, I don't know. Is that right? That's Todd Ahrens. Todd Ahrens, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Caravan. I don't, I don't know him personally. Sorry, Todd. Todd Ahrens. Um, Justin Bruce, our friend, weatherman, uh, who, side note, uh, I literally tried to get him to tell us in Vegas that our show was awful and that we were terrible and we didn't know what we were doing, and he refused to do it. And so, he's the nicest guy around. He's the he's nicest guy. This guy, he's yeah, so he's nice. Been on my and, show too. and he's he's a great guy. I think a lot of you guys know him. He's been a great source of inspiration. Um, and so shout out to Justin. Uh all of our Did quickie... you find anyone? 
Did you find anyone that night to tell you that? I didn't want anyone to tell me. I wanted Justin to tell, tell okay, me. Okay. Just, we were just, having uh, a very serious conversation about Osiris, and I was like, listen, you need to tell us that we have no idea. I think I'd gotten rattled. I shouldn't be going into this story. We did a no, listener, We did a listener survey, and somebody filled it out and was like, you guys think that you know what you're doing, but you don't know what you're doing. Oh, and I was like, Justin, yes. like, you need to tell me that, that that's was Jonathan, true. Actually. And he was like, he was, was like, no. <laughs> you guys, he was like, you guys are awesome. I love every, every Osiris thing. I love everything that you're doing. And I was like, no, dude, tell me that we suck. And he was like, no, you're awesome. <laughs> so shout out to Justin. Um, Justin's the bomb. Uh, all of our quick hit guests of which we mentioned before, there's like, you know, probably like a hundred of those that are not on this list. Thank you. We love you all. Uh, Mike Menio, Lon Memo. Memo. Uh, he's, he's great. Um, Tom Lon Marshall. Kirsten. Tom, who's, who the hell is Tom Marshall? Tom How Marshall. did he get on there? Tom Marshall. 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 He's Marshall. My old neighbor. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's some dude. Um, Adam from fans for racial equity, Shawnea from uh, Robinson, also from, uh, fans for racial equity, who did uh, a great job of opening our eyes to a lot of shit that we needed to have our eyes open to a few years ago. Um, Jen Bernstein, Shelley, Marco Walsh, Jefferson Waffle, uh, who I had an amazing time last, just about this time last year on a road trip, uh, learning all about his world, uh, fish stuff and Umphrey stuff and everything. So shout out to Jefferson, Holly Bowling, uh, who kind of became a, a thing while in the course of us creating this yeah. show, Holly's amazing. Um, Chris Pandolfi, from the infamous string dusters, a uh, good friend to all of us. And, uh, Joel Cummins, who is so cool. He's been on our show. We've done other Osiris things. I meant to tell him this story when RJ and I interviewed him last year at the Anthem on Halloween. Um, about what was it uh i guess it was a couple years ago i was about to go to dicks and i the day before i was going to dicks i started having this intense pain in my big toe and one foot and i was in work and by the end of the day i couldn't walk and i tweeted something i was like what is going on with me i can't walk my big toe got all swollen and everything and joel cummins from umphreys mcgee keyboardist from umphreys mcgee one of my favorite bands tweeted back at me like 15 seconds later and was like that sounds like gout my friend you should go see a doctor and you should start drinking cherry juice and doing all this stuff and i was like wow thank you joel cummins keyboardist from freeze mcgee for that diagnosis which was 100 percent correct because i did see a doctor so uh if you need a, a really really good medical opinion um hit up joel on twitter he'll, <laughs> he'll give it to you I'll jump in and, and I'll tell you that Joel was one of the only solo interviews I did live. And that right. was, um, I'm using the same mic I'm using now. I bought it for that interview. I was like, I can't have this shitty snowball mic. Um, and I went to the marquee in Tempe um, and I saw Ryan Stasek in the park. It was like 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I saw Ryan. He was getting off the bus. Clearly just woke up. Um, and I was like, Hey man, like, do you know where Joel is? And he's like, ah, fuck, I don't f go in there, man. And he like pointed me to a door and I went through the door with like my little bag, my shoulder bag with my mic and my laptop. Uh, and I found Joel, um, and we interviewed while the other dudes like, um, were sound checking. Um, and then I got to stay there the whole time. And that was just a great experience. And I saw Joel's, Joel's is just a fucking great dude. He he's always willing. You know, your podcast has, you know, 13 followers on Twitter. He'll he'll give you an interview, man. So that's really cool that we we can talk about him. I'll also mention Katie Turr. I mean, that's a big time guest that we've we've had. Um Brando Rich from Cash or Trade, huge. Katie and K 
Katie or Kate and Jeremy RJ talked about the spirit family from uh, Curveball. Uh, Jason Ronk, Mike Ferguson. Uh, we exchanged uh, stickers, me and Mike, in in the parking lot of the forum. Maybe 2017, 16, maybe before. I don't know. I still have one of his um, awesome stickers that says uh, first set. Oh, what is it? Um, a sample first set opener is my like other vehicle or something like it's it's <laughs> it's like one of the best stickers I've ever seen. Uh, I still have a couple of those. So Tom Wassel, Nick Sanborn, John Barber. Oh, man. Huge. Right. Sadler just became a dad. Sadler Vaden. And that's awesome that he was on the podcast. And of course, just 188. This is 189. 188 was Ben Atkind uh, of, um, of the Goose. I, I want to say, Brad, Atkins, thank sorry. you. Jason Ronk and Mike Ferguson, we talked to them on an episode about recovery and uh, another yeah. episode that kind of, I think we've done a good job. I mean, th- 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 never mind. I don't want to be Go there. ahead. No, go ahead. Pat, no, no, pat no, your, no. Pat your back. Uh, no, no. I, don't, <laughs> I just realized that we're like white guys congr- congratulating ourselves for taking on tough issues. But we, 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 <laughs> we did, we, t- we had a great conversation with them about sobriety and about recovery. And um, I, I learned a lot actually from those guys. And Jason is a, Jason Ronk is a, a huge supporter of ours, as is Mike. And that was really cool. Um, so I just wanted to add that. Thank you, Brad. Also, our last, I guess our last four guests have actually been musicians, which yeah. is pretty cool. So we're going to keep bringing musicians on to Undermine as well. And I want to say one special thank you to Patrick. You know who you are. Mm. You're, you gave us some amazing content early on, some great episodes and a lot of memories. And he was a huge supporter of our podcast from the beginning and always was encouraging and always was willing to help. So love you, Patrick. Thank you. Love you, man. For sure. Thank so you, let's Patrick. let's go on to. Um, well, do you want to read this uh, Tom Wassel tweet? Well, RJ, you're so good at it. I'm so I'm so good at reading tweets. Um, Tom, <laughs> Tom, I, I forget. Jonathan, did you connect with Tom originally, or did I forget how he came to us? But he, you know, he was on. He's a he's a radio guy, and he's done sports radio in Seattle. Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and came back to fish, and we had him on a on a, an episode that was about like rediscovering fish. But he also gave us a bunch of insight and and advice on a couple episodes, and a really good guy. And he said our collective knowledge and passion helped to grow his fandom of fish. And I don't, I don't know where the knowledge or passion came from, but um, they must be referring to to Jonathan and Matt, um, but especially on the knowledge front. But um, I think it's cool. People are appreciate us. Um, well, we appreciate them. I mean, we wouldn't do any of this stuff probably this long without <laughs> getting good feedback. I mean, sure, you start and you don't think anybody's going to listen and you don't care. But after a while, you know, probably we probably would have kept <laughs> doing it. We would have um, done, done all of it for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably true. But we couldn't have done it, really, uh, certainly anywhere near this long without everybody out there. Uh, listening and caring and complimenting and complaining and all of those things, which you know, feed us and inspire us one way or the other. Um, even the even the complaints inspire us to say, "Well, f that guy. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk over uh, Brad if I want." And um, <laughs> no, I, I won't do that, Brad. 
Although I, I want to, uh, that's a that's a good point, RJ. I want to say one of the worst takes I think that I've ever had was we did a um, roll your own for Sirius XM. Do you remember that? I did yeah, it. Early. I did it from my office in uh, you know my my office office, which I haven't been to in months now. Um, closed the door. And RJ and I were like, oh, this is going to be like a podcast. No big deal. We, we've got this. Like, here's five songs we're going to play. We talk in between. They, they take all the recording and then, you know, edit accordingly. Um, and uh, we did it, right? We went through it once, right? And then dude called us back and was like, hey, can you guys like maybe do it again, but not talk over each other? And I was like, we didn't. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. Like, you can't like even like snort while the other person's talking and I, uh, I don't actually, I don't, I no, I don't think we can do that. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I'm gonna have to ask my supervisor if we can remember that. <laughs> it was early on, man. And we, yeah, and we, we played some good fucking music. That's all I, that's all I can remember. I'm surprised the there were some thing. jams in there. There were some jams with the Z. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> I, I wish I had, like, I actually don't have a worse take. I wish I had one to tell you all of you guys that I th- think you have a bad take on something, but I can't think of anything right now, and it's kind of pissing me off. But Jonathan, would you like to? Would you like I, to offer? A I've, suggestion? Got I've got mm. one. I've got one. You know, he's got his pencil with the eraser. <laughs> Let me tell you about one really bad take, which is that, um, and this is my own take, which is about Camden ninety nine, <laughs> mm. which I'm. I have been given to learn is quite popular. I seem to recall seeing something about Fishman, uh, one of his children being birthed to this song. Um, and I will say, I will say again, I was at that show and I did not remember that the chalk dust was even notable for a while, for years after. I didn't have the tapes, you know, I didn't sweat it. It was a fun show. No big deal. I like the tweezer. There was a gin, I think. Pretty sure it rained out there. I don't know. I was under. I was down pretty close. It was great. And hey, everybody's talking about the chalk dust. And I listened to it. I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. It's okay. It's better than fine. It's better than okay. It's pretty good, actually. I think, though, at the time, I have done some serious soul searching. And so I, I, I'm going to atone for all of this, you know, this bad take here. I've done some soul searching, and I think at the time it was it was like my uh, third show in three nights. I think I had gone to Virginia Beach and Meriwether, and uh, you know Virginia Beach had this crazy birds of feather and this really long fee jam, and I think I was still spun up from those. And so to me, in that context, maybe I was tired. I don't know, but it, the chalk just didn't it didn't hit it, didn't hit it. So, oh well. What are you going to do? I know. I know. And I'm glad that we're having this conversation. I just had to put together a list <laughs> of the five jams that would make me dance or cry every time I listen. And, and you'll be happy to know that that, that made it. You that just made, had to? That made like, the list. What do you mean? Yeah. Who, who, who made this happen? Yeah. A, friend, a friend requested it, and I did it mm. because I... Because I you, just, you just make I'm a list because people ask you stuff. That's five, crazy. Five jams that, that every time make you cry. Guess, mm. guess, what was, guess what was on it? That jam. Well, guess what wasn't on it? Can we get the rest Any of it? Any scent of a mule ever. <laughs> is what was not on it. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Matt, Matt, you might, Matt, you have, in my opinion, helped <laughs> us up our, our musical kind of the technical knowledge and, and the musical knowledge of this podcast. Can you tell us about something that we have horrible takes on musically? <laughs> Why we're so bad? No, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared to do my that. Best. Um, but I could call myself out probably for a bad take. I think similarly, like I'm not going to say anybody else was wrong about anything, but they have been, they have been for sure. For sure. (laughs) And they know, I think my, the one that I want to call myself out for, uh, going back to the live shows that we talked about before, um, uh, we recorded on the main stage in American beauty. The, I think it was the day after the, the show we were talking about before where Jonathan was late, ran up on stage and stuff like that. And in the ensuing madness, uh, I was not at the first night. I had just watched it on the webcast or something and then taken the train up myself, got on stage at American beauty and, um, uh, accused Trey of dicking around with his pedals yes, for the entire awesome. show. Oh and yeah. I immediately regretted it. Because it was one of those things where it was like, I, I thought it was funny in my head. And then as soon as it came out, I was like, oh, God, who is in this room who just heard that and that I need to apologize to? So I will go on the record publicly as saying I apologize to Trey for accusing him of dicking around with his pedals all night. He did have a brand new guitar rig that night, and he was experimenting in getting his sea legs under him. But dicking around is a phrase that I probably should not have used. So I'm and, sorry. And we've only brought it up probably six times. You've brought since it up then. a lot, and I cut it out every time. <laughs> so people don't know this that this has been my like monkey on my back, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> I just want to say that I would acknowledge that my worst take on fish, and I have a lot of bad ones, is that I just don't like possum. And I'm oh sorry to everyone God. out there. And I know everyone's going to be mad about it, but I just I want to tell you that that's, uh, that's how I feel. You know what? I'm not doing another Helping Friendly podcast unless you recant. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I'll see you in the Merriweather lot at noon. <laughs> By the uh, by, by the bridge. By the bridge. <laughs> by the bridge. Brad, what do you got to say about all this? I think my worst take is that I love first sets. <laughs> you, you can't have a second if you don't have the first. Just yeah, like I beers. Just, yeah, man. Awesome. Like I don't. Yeah, there's been some gems, and I I don't mind a twelve song first set with some tight bluegrass and some you know. A chalk dust or, or, or a, you know, character zero closer or something. I don't know. That's what I would say. Also, one time on the podcast, I I said Terrapin. Uh, we were talking about Terrapin, and I, like, referred to the Grateful Dead's Terrapin. And, in fact, was, you know, the jazz Terrapin. I don't know. I don't remember when it you was mean, or what, but it sticks out in my It sticks out in my mind. The Pink Floyd Terrapin? No, it's Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> right, exactly. Well, yeah, Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett solo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we weren't going to say anything, Brad. Not the Utah Jazz version, right? Yeah, (laughs) we weren't going to say anything, Brad. But um, what about what about our best takes? About your about your own takes or or someone else on the show? Well, you guys have a lot of good takes, but I just want to say I'm really proud of standing up for fish bluegrass, and I will continue to do so. And you can all, everybody out there in podcast land, you can count on me. 
<laughs> I want to get you a pin for your for your cap that says Bluegrass Defender with like <laughs> some lightning bolts and shit. For that your cap, like that would be I cool. would wear the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, you know, I will. Uh, there's one that actually sticks out to me that once again, I'm not going to give to say that anybody else's take is good. I'm going to promote myself. Um, I can only speak on <laughs> behalf of myself. No, no but um, I actually this, like it's, this is it's like funny. tweezer tonight. This just like sprung into my mind. <laughs> Now, which is funny because when I said it originally, it, it sprung into my mind. I remember pacing around my office. We were recording a thing and we, it was after one of the New Year's runs. I guess it was the, the year of the Baker's Dozen probably. And I said this whole thing that just came out of nowhere. Just like I didn't even I hadn't thought of the words in advance. And it just came out of my mouth about how like Trey was like you know, I was comparing him to like composers back in the day who would have like a favorite hall and a favorite symphony orchestra that they would work with that would like present their works and stuff and talking about how like Trey had Madison square garden. And it was like the, we don't get to experience this with a lot of like modern day composers, but like seeing them get to present their work in like a room where they're familiar with and where it's famous and where they've worked up to this and everything. And like how lucky we are to have that and everything like that. And it was kind of a toss away comment. Um, but then I remember RJ, you actually gave us feedback that, uh, from somebody else that we should probably um, give a, a huge thanks to Patrick Jordan, who is, you know, manages fish, manages tray, had given us feedback that like he, he completely agreed with that. And I, I hadn't thought about it at all, but then just like re-looking at that and saying like, oh, wow, like this is actually like it, it, it ha- kind of has legs, you know? Yeah, that, that's, that, that's cool. That's a good, I like that. It's a large horn you just tooted. I like Do you it. own that one. I own it. <laughs> I want I well, I man, I've had so many great takes. It's really hard, <laughs> hard, hard, hard to choose. Um, Jonathan, I, I want to say that um, the micro jam coining. Oh was, yes, was awesome and notable it because. It, it's a thing, and I think it's a thing that exists for a lot of reasons that we could spend the next hour discussing, but well, I like how you use that. Thank you. I, I feel confident that I have popularized that and spread it into the greater medium, but I would say that this some of the credit goes back to my friends at uh, weekforpog.net, which is the um, it's a fish forum that I've been a member of forever. And uh, don't bother trying to get on there, y'all, because they're really mean to noobs. So, uh, but they're all great people, and I love them, and they're my friends, and they're my crew when I go to shows. Um, and uh, and I, it may have come from there. It might have even been uh, Scott Ferber of the John T who first set it in there. But yeah, I, I I laid it out here and spread it into the popular internet somehow, and I'm I'm pleased with that. I think some people got pissed about it for a little while, and. Which was funny to see on Twitter. They were like, ah, microjams. Well, you know what? Sometimes they're doing really cool improv for a very short time. And would I like it to be 30 minutes long? Yeah, probably. But I'll take it for four. <laughs> That's what first sets do, right, Brad? Yeah, you know, this is your podcast, man. You don't have to defend yourself. Like, they're going to listen to you. you know what I mean? <laughs> Brad, I do want to, Brad, I want to tell you that. Over time, as as Jonathan and Matt joined and our our kind of like dynamic as a group evolved, even though you can't always make it because you're busy and you're and you have small children and and the time difference is actually a huge part of it yeah, too because yeah, you're the only one on the Pacific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're actually kind of big now. Mm, um, fuck. It's always we laugh a lot more when you're here, and I just oh, really? I want to. 
I want to, that's what I feel like. And, uh, maybe it's because like you, when you say stuff, I laugh and, and I appreciate that a lot. I feel like when you're here, it's, it's like, it's funnier and Uh, and it's not because of your chair. It's because you, you say funny stuff. Thanks, man. It makes me feel good. And, um, I love being here and you know, I, I, I was thinking today, um, actually I was taking a piss and I was thinking about, (laughs) man, like if I had a, if I had a rewind, yeah. Like if I, if I could go back thinking, trying to try to think of things to say, I would have tried to make it more, you know what I mean? But it's just, it was difficult in the time and, you know, go to a specific date and it's like, fuck, I got things to do and it's three hours or two hours difference or whatever. And so, yeah. Um, well, we, we but, had, we also had like a lot of fun at your expense about where you were. Yeah. There's a whole like thing there where particularly Matt and I, and I guess all three of us would. It's a good list right. of where's we, Brad's. Yeah, yeah, we had a whole, yeah. yeah, I don't think Brad, uh, Brad, I don't think we ever showed you the document. We came up with we like, a whole, this we had a document. Do, oh, you we had dozens shirt? of reasons of why Brad wasn't there. Jesus. <laughs> we, we didn't stick to the document though. Usually we, we'd like have an idea and just somebody would make one up based on whatever current events or something. One of the best, I think, RJ, remember when we used to... Again, I think we brought this up before, but we used to assign MVPs to shows. Yeah, that shit was yeah. fun. Like we talk about, like, yeah. oh man, like I think Fish or Paige or like. In fact, you could always say that Trey was probably the MVP, but um, that was fun to to try to delineate. You know, Mike sometimes. So that's a good point, and we haven't done that in a while. Maybe we can bring that back for Undermine. Maybe we no, can bring man. it for the, the early years. It's over. Um, Jonathan, can I can I can I bring something up that's that one of our listeners brought up? Yes, um, our friend Jeff, who has been on a couple times, he actually was a was a member of and participated in HF Pod Plus. Rest in peace. Um, he's at Koosh Dog K O O S H on on Twitter. He said, "Never call Jonathan John." Is what I learned, and and Brad actually, I think, learned this early on too. And I just I want to just say. That you are very specific about that and very particular, and I want to know: is there like one particular reason, or are you just a uh, that's your name, and so why call me something else, sort of person? You know, it's funny. Uh, it's always been Jonathan. So apparently, uh, according to my mother, if it, it, I as soon as I could tell people I had a preference, I told them, "No, my name is Jonathan, not John," and and I've stuck to that. But there are other things people call me. Uh, and some of them I, I don't hate. Like, you know, I, my friends from Week for Pog sometimes will call me uh, Ro Jimmy or weirdly, or, or they'll call me RJ, which yeah. is really confusing when you're in the room. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's happened. Or they'll it's call happened. me Ro or whatever. Or now I get emails, you know, because my emails are, say, like J, JM Hart, whatever, you know. So they'll, they'll people just call me J because they don't really know what my name is. Some people call me Jimmy, and I know they really don't know me. Um, we call but, you uh, Jay. I yeah, I call, call you Jay. You Jay a lot. I Every now that, and then, yeah. that's that's fine. Yeah. That's not unacceptable, really. But uh, uh, yeah, my name is Jonathan. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would be weird if like if if like Matt was like, my name is Matt, and you're like, all right. 
all right jonathan Meh. like it, it's just <laughs> it happens to be your name so like people should just call you your name but it's i think weird. it's an i, I just it, we had to bring it up because because it's important um all right guys what else what else i mean we we have to thank the listeners before we wrap up but i but i i feel like we shouldn't wrap up yet i feel like there's so much more to talk about but maybe we already talked about everything i'm ready to hang can we talk about the the beacon gems yeah. yet i don't remember talking about that we, we, we didn't should we those break it down? Pretty amazing. Do you guys love this? I love this. Sorry, no. if that's not is that off topic? <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a, yeah. It's no, they were great, and we'll. I think um, maybe looking into the future, maybe we're going to talk about those a little bit more. We'll yeah, see. hopefully, we'll see. There's so much. There's, There's lot, so much lot to dissect. It, it seems like it started as like a thing. It was like, wow, let's just do this, and everyone was psyched, and it turned out so incredibly well. I mean, I think they, I think. I think they raised over a million dollars, right, for Divided Sky Fund. Yeah, and played his, all those shows. His and goal was like one hundred and fifty thousand, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, hopefully we can get one hundred and fifty thousand. That's like, that's. Oh man, that's, that's, that's how Trey rolls. You amazing, know? yeah, amazing. Well, that's um, that's um, an example of how great this community is. Yeah, and we've seen just a, a sliver of that kind of greatness. Not the money. Which would have been cool, but uh, but Speak the for uh, yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but we have seen, you know, the the love from the community, and uh, and you know, we understand why that worked for Trey because they they've been pretty kind to us too. I think, um, you know, the the quick hits back to that. Like we we I think we did a decent job from the beginning of saying like, if you want to be on one of these, let us know. And and we made spreadsheets and shit, and you know, like we talked about earlier, fifty percent of people didn't show up. But you know, that's cool. That's how it goes. But the, there were people who got to come on and do quick hits who were like, "I'm so like psyched I got to be on your podcast," you know. And we were like, whoever was doing the interview that day is like, eh, "Whatever, it's not a big deal. Just like call us and you can come on our podcast." But what did you think of the show last night? But I yeah, think I'd like, be like in my underwear at my vacation house. And you're like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's get to it. Uh. <laughs> oh my think that first set and brad was like it's fucking amazing what do you think <laughs> what do you I'll think you, it was a first set I, I didn't say it before but one of the things that really um made me solidify you know us doing this was my partner my law partner um grew up here in phoenix and he's got some friends he's a little bit older but not much but um you know he's got some fish friends he got some jam band friends and <clears throat> excuse me a few of them he told, oh, th- this is like, um, you know, my partner, he does a helping friendly podcast. And they were like, what? And they knew right away what he was talking about before they even knew me. And that well, to me, I was like, what? You know what I mean? Like, RJ, you're saying like you, people come up to you in MSG um, just because you're tall and handsome. But, um, you know, like. <laughs> yes. It's that was really. I agree. You, He's not I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to say that. We're, I'm not trying to say that we're like, you know doing it for the fame or, or, or like getting recognition, but it's really awesome that, that we were doing something that um, people enjoyed and it was spreading more than we knew. Right. Cause we always had a little bit of feedback, but that's a really good point. And actually that reminds me of one person we haven't mentioned yet. Our friend Stu Kelly, who yes. was in DC and, and, and a, a guest on a bunch of early episodes. And I remember him saying in 2014, 2015, he was like, listen, this is going to be huge, much bigger than you guys realize. And um, 
that it actually means a lot at this point in, in a lot of different ways because I had no idea that it was going to take us in all the directions, you know, that it has. So thanks, Stu. Yeah, so what are we going to do with the Twitter account, you guys? Are we going to, like, rename the handle or, like... No, no, we'll we'll, we'll just use it to uh, troll the Undermind account. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great answer. Haunting Um, from beyond the grave. Matt, as the most recent addition as of four years ago to this podcast... What, what have you learned from doing this? Oh, that's really the. And why is Brad great? Mm. Um, I mean, so I think like the logical (laughs) thing is, uh, just by the technical stuff that I've done, you know, the editing and everything like that. I, I, when I, when I told you that I could help out and kind of insinuated that maybe I could do better, um, I had a lot of experience at that point in mixing music, right? I'd mixed bands, I'd mixed recordings, like it was that kind of stuff. And then once I actually got my hands, I guess it was that, that tweezer thing that we did first. Once I started doing that, I realized how little I knew about telling a story with, through audio. And so I have, um, spent a lot of time, as you know, like over the last four years, honing that skill um to the point where it's you know i mean like we're on the precipice of 2021 and it looks like this is going to be my job now um and so i think that's the 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 sort of straightforward answer is that that i've I've gotten to, to hone those skills i guess a little bit less like tangible and a little bit more heady is um just like the like the level of passion that people have for the band um, you know, it, even when I was getting into fish at times, I felt like this huge geek and I would talk to other people and meet other people and you'd have this level of like love for the band and appreciation and analysis and stuff like that. But like, I feel like there's always somebody who is like greater than me in that aspect. Um, you know, we can sit here and we can talk about a single show for an hour and then I'll meet somebody at, at, you know, at a fish show or on the street or at a bar or something like that, who their passion, I feel I'm like even dwarfs mine. So I don't think that we're like, I've never considered the four of us to be like these like experts who like are the be all and end all of fish opinions. I feel like we're just sort of like one of the gang and um, we're just sort of channeling what, what the people think. So it's very, very humbling every time we put one of these out to, to, experience you know people giving us feedback and stuff like that and um i've learned a lot and 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 i've loved it you know it's it's been great i resent the implication that i'm not an expert (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i i feel the same way actually and it is it i honestly you know i came into this kind of on a lark because i like to write about music i like to talk about music and um i had a lot of dumb opinions and RJ said, well, you should add to our dumb opinions. And, and I started doing that. And, you know, now I'm, you know, I have a whole other podcast that I do and, and that does okay. And, and this is, this is really a thing I do now. Um, it's, it's not my job maybe, but, uh, but it's pretty great and I love it. And, um, and I love doing this. This is a lot of fun. And, um, I look forward to continuing to do it with, you know, uh, I'm, when I get my new Undermine hat, we'll wear our new hats, right? Same show, new hats, right? We have to have new hats. I need a hat. Satin jackets, maybe? (laughs) 
Yeah. I like the satin jackets. Letterman idea. jackets. <laughs> Varsity <laughs> fish podcasters. Big U. <laughs> I, I mean, Brad, we started this thing in 2013, and um, I just want to say that, like, for me, the community is sort of, you know, to what you were saying, Matt, it's just so much like the passionate fans are like really, they're growing. There's more and more of them, you know, and we, we've met people like Diana. I remember, you know, the first time she came on in 2016, maybe like she was younger and like, she was like really just a huge fan. I think when we started this in 2013, we thought of fish fans as being like people in our demographic, you know, age wise and everything. And I get, we get a lot of notes and a lot of tweets and things like that from people who are like, I just started listening to fish, you know, three years ago or or five years ago or one year ago. And, um, I've, I've come to learn over time that we're like the voice of this, like kind of interesting corner of the fish world, but the fish world is expanding, you know, every day. And, and that's really cool. Like I, I kind of for a long time viewed it as static and as like a thing that would just like look the same forever. I guess that's what static means. Um, but, <laughs> but it's not, it's continuing to expand and there's new people starting new projects and there's younger people doing young people stuff that we don't understand. And I think that's really cool because one, at one point we were those young people like collecting tapes and making weird covers for those and so i don't know it, it's going to continue and it's going to continue like for a really long time i think that's really cool well that i mean that's the fish thing right i mean it's wild to think that it just keeps going grateful dead thing do, has done the same thing and it's it's a little yeah weird uh because you you know look it, we all tend to think of ourselves as being the same person one day to the next to year to year you know, you, you see yourself not really as changing as much as you probably do. And um, the and so your perspective is very, you know, it's limited to what we see and who we know. And yet yeah, the, there's a huge segment of the fish universe that has no idea we do this. And that's cool. Shout out to all of them. Hopefully they find us on the next podcast. Um, but yeah, there's so many young people and other people that I've met and just tons of cool people. Um, you mentioned Diana. I would just like to say uh, I she's one of those people that I, I hope to see the next time I get to go to a fish show because every time I see her in the hall outside at MSG or wherever wherever I see her next time, you know, she's always got the, like the biggest smile. And, uh, you know, it's, I've met so many people because I'm in this that uh, that's been a treat and a pleasure. And um, so if we didn't say your name on here, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a lot of names, but uh, but know that you know I treasure all of that and all of those people. So great, Brad. Have you learned anything? Um, I mean, uh, I've learned that Matt can make the podcast a lot better, um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan's really added depth to it. Um, but you know, RJ, you've you know, in fact, when we were whatever, 15, maybe, maybe 14 or 16. Um, when you first got us into tapes and then I, you know, I kind of followed that path. Um, I didn't think it would take us into this sort of show, but it's really awesome. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad right now. It's a lot, it got a lot of emotions, but, um, 
you know, I got to remember that we're going to continue this just in a, under a different name. Um, and we're going to continue to express our love. Um, but as Matt said, it's not, maybe not as much love as a listener has, you know what I mean? It's just, we're trying to cultivate it and spread it and make sure everybody can share it. Um, so, um, you know, I don't know, RJ, you've put so much time and effort and, um, um, you've really helped this man. Like this is, it's, it's, it's a hobby, but it's also, you know, fish is a hobby, but it's also a passion. So, um, I got to thank you for it, man. And, you know, I, I, I tell you many times that I love you, but it's true. I love Jonathan, Matt, you guys as well. It's, it's just fucking great. He's right, RJ. Yeah. I mean, this Matt, Matt does make it sound good. Matt does a lot of great and hard work for this podcast since he came on board. But I mean, none of this would be happening without you. So yeah, thank you. You changed my life. And thank man. you to you guys too. Thank you. Thanks guys. I mean, just because I'm the person on the 10th day before the two weeks is up I'm like, are we going to record or what guys? Just because I'm that guy doesn't mean that, you know, I played that important of a role. But look, it's Stella again. Oh, Stella brought brought Brad a beer. Oh, my God. Brad got me a beer. This is like, I feel like we're witnessing some sort of like. (laughs) I'm not crying anymore. This is like the man. This is like like those guys landing on the moon. Come a long way, man. They weren't bringing beers when this thing started. It's crazy. One small step for man. Um. Man, well, thanks, Brad guys. Brad kind. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, this 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 podcast, as I said at the beginning, changed my life um, in in more ways than I expected, for sure. I think it's interesting that, like, when I told my family about this a long time ago when we started, and they were like, "So you're gonna get the band? Like, the band's gonna come on and talk with you guys?" And we're like, "No." And they're like, "Why? That chance is not." It's not how it works, you know? And, like, it, it's just interesting that, like, this kind of fan project can can lead to so much more. And I don't know. There, there's a lot of cliches about following your passions, but it, it sometimes it works, you know, which is amazing. Um, I don't think something Jonathan said earlier, we would have done this without people listening for some amount of time, but not for that long. And... <laughs> I right. think it's amazing yeah. to me, like the people who've come up to me just at, at concerts and whatever, and, and the people who showed up at that American Beauty show and, and the Hampton show and the other American Beauty show. I mean, people are like, I guess what I always say is like, I don't know, thousands of people li- want to listen to us talk about fish <laughs> and it still like fucking blows my mind <laughs> every time. <laughs> like, this is so weird. I remember the first episode, I think like 300 people listened and we were like... Wow, that's actually that seems like a lot. I think know? that's a lot for one well, you, you guys have no idea how many times we the, the four of us collectively have been burnt out and have been struggling to pull something together at the last minute. And I think I, I I mean I don't think I'm overstepping if I say the only reason why we get it together and we do something is because we know that you guys are out there and you want to hear something. Totally, hundred percent. I gotta say that I just you, that my, more people might. <clears throat> I'm sorry, people might love fish more or, you know, 
more passion or whatever, but like no one has a more encyclopedic knowledge of fish than RJ. Yeah, like, dude, you, I don't like, think that's true. Like, dude, like, come on, come on. Even not, Tom, not, no, Tom said it. Like, you know, many people have said it. Like, maybe Jackson. Jackson's got a great ja- mind I was gonna, as well. Yeah, but like, I was going to shout out Jackson. Did yeah, he win yeah. the thing at uh, Magna Ball or one of those? It's balls only because RJ and, uh, didn't participate. But, but also <laughs> to Tom, Tom saying that about RJ. Tom, like, as much as he knows, and he's written all these songs, and he's been seeing fish since Daubert was in the band or whatever. Tom does not know about fish music the way fish fans know about fish music, and he'll tell you that himself. And he has; he's told me that. So it's <laughs> like he knows fish, but. He he's asked eat. me. He's asked me to tell him about jams before, and that, that's a it's a surreal experience <laughs> when that happens. Right? But I do think that's a, that's an artist perspective, you know, not a weird fan perspective, which I have. Um, thank you for saying that, Brad. But well, you know, I, I think we 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 kind of glossed over it. Maybe maybe it's obvious to people listening, but Tom being our guest first you know, before becoming a a colleague and and a friend was really cool. And I think that was like, that was a big moment for us. And it was cool of him to be like, sure, I'll I'll go on your fish podcast and talk about fish. And he told some stories that are still, you know, at the time were were completely epic. I mean, that was like a, that was a a huge moment for all of us, I think. We had to cut some of them out, didn't we? We did. He, he like he told us afterward. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. But he he, he told us afterward, like, "Hey, you mind cutting like the that one story that, out? That one thing? Like, I guess more I than mean, one. Maybe, we, maybe we, we for a hundred dollars, right? They, they exist. Know. And, and that's why takes, actually, I think I edited that one. <laughs> and that's why I I own a, a large plot of land in New Jersey now because we <laughs> we extorted him. <laughs> I still have the, the twenty five dollars no, McDonald's. You, you make a really good point. Somebody mentioned that. Uh, that thing that we did at your house years ago with Tom, where we were doing a video thing and we were watching the Gord show. Couch report. The couch report. And I, I was, when the cameras weren't rolling, we were watching the fish show and I was sitting on the couch next to Tom and he turned and he, he said, Hey, what, what do you, what do you think's going on here right now? What do you think's going through Trey's head? And I was like, I don't know, man. Like you've known him for 40 <laughs> years. You tell me. And he's like, no, like, he's like, I don't me, get this. Bro. I don't know. And I was like, oh, I think Trey's doing this. And he's like, wow, that's, that's crazy. It's we, true. We, we hear it and think about it differently. And that makes sense. I mean, it does. It's, and it's a, it's a totally different perspective. And, but he, you know, he put himself out on a limb, I think in, in a way for, for us and for Osiris and, and, you know, He's he's a great friend and a, an amazing person. So I, I I just we should ex- more explicitly thank him for being a guest and being such a supporter of what we do. And he still listens. Um, and he sends yeah. me, you know, he's like that episode you guys did with so and so was really cool. And I think that's awesome. And there are a lot of people like that. So um, shit blows my mind. Yeah, it's pretty well, wild. Yeah, right. Let me let me add. Uh, we, we you mentioned couch report, Matt, and um. RJ and I, July seven, two thousand seventeen, we were in right Oakland, right? We went we went to the Bill Graham a couple nights. Twenty eighteen. Cor- okay, and we um see this is the whole thing that I was talking about earlier. Um and we did a couch report from like the Airbnb that we were staying at. And my seven year old likes to Google me. Like she you know, she Googles my name a lot and um <laughs> 
one of the things that pops up is me and you, number one, we were in Denver and it says couch report. We were at a bar in Denver. I don't have a state shirt on and like, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. why that. And then yeah. the other one is from that, um, 2018 from Oakland or, you know, from the Bill Graham shows in San Francisco yeah. and that shit, like, you know, that's, it's very exciting for her and for me. I'm on the internet. Yeah. John, Jonathan Healy from Dayglow and, and the Relics team were like, that's right. Do it. Just do your couch reports. And every single time we'd have some sort of technical difficulty. And I, I'm surprised that we had a tough technical difficulty just, <laughs> just based on our expertise, you know? Yeah. Especially with me involved. We had our modem downloaded. We had everything ready <laughs> and, and somehow it didn't work. Um, <laughs> couch report was cool. We're going to bring couch report back. I mean, is it like too, um, is it, is it too much to say that like, we're going to see everyone soon on undermine. Yeah, <laughs> we're not is. going anywhere. But it's true, all four of us. We're not even kicking anyone out. I'm I'm still going to be there. I'm I'm not getting kicked off the team. I found out this morning, which is cool. <laughs> like, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on this next podcast. I, I haven't seen the contract yet. <laughs> Brad, Brad and I'm and uncertain. Matt and I know Matt. Voted. We need Matt and Jonathan. <laughs> like maybe, but like me. Yeah. Fuck. Like, fuck. We're gonna do. We're gonna try the three person approach. I, I'm just sticking around so I can promote my album. Uh, <laughs> you guys uh, know the Grateful Dead podcast. Yeah, I got one of those too. Brad tested Maybe through the roof it. with the with the focus groups, so we had no uh, choice. <laughs> we gotta have him on. The, the ladies like his beard. He the trims mid, it real nice. The beard is fantastic. The, the middle of the country is just dying mm. for more bread. Um, well, guys, I don't know. I mean, what else can we say about? about how much we love every single person who's tuned in and we there's so many people who've been listening from the beginning and it's 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 too much for me to think about and there's one guy matt leaf one who says he's a little bitter that the amy's farm episode never happened and i would just say we'll get to it what we'll get to it we'll get uh i thought we we talked about that uh, not properly we need a whole episode on that and we'll get um uh, Todd Aaron's, who was there, he's been on the show a couple times. We'll get him to talk to us, and I don't know, maybe Tom was there. I don't. Somebody, else, somebody who knows things will uh, join in, and we'll, maybe maybe it'll come up in the in the future. Mm. It's gonna happen. It's well, gonna happen. New, the new undermine stuff is gonna be early stuff, right? The new um, that's that's where the first we start. month or yeah. two. So, and guess where Amy's farms? The eighties. Amy's farm happens. A little bit after the eighties, yeah. That, but that we're going to, but that we're going to do 90s. it. You know what I'm saying? But we'll get there. No, I, but, Matt, yeah. don't worry. Matt we'll get Leaf, there. sorry, Matt Leaf, stick around. Yeah, please. I'm twenty thousand feet. RJ's more like you know, like. like <laughs> 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 it's gonna happen. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Don't worry. Just don't worry on. about it. It's fine. So, Everything's fine. We're fine. It's fine. So yeah, it's fine. We're all fine here. <laughs> How are you? Um, um, Brad, our first episode I was looking at today was um, three hours and forty-six minutes. So yeah, this was one's the whole show. Be, we played the whole show, though. We played the whole show, and we played very no, sorry, sorry, two two hours and twenty-eight minutes. So we played the whole show and we talked. This is going to be shorter than that, but but by by only barely. A bit. Should we should we like go out with the Providence Bowie or something? Hey, everybody, drink. Come on. <clears throat> I, I listened to it. The, I listened to it two hours before it recorded. We should go out with like a first set heavy things. Thing. You guys, 
Can you believe what happens in the Providence Bowie still to this day? Because I can't. It's fucking it's pretty incredible. Crazy. Crazy. Right. I, I, I still can't believe it. Like, and I was standing there. Um, what? How about how about the dicks undermined? We'll get, should we go up with that? Uh, oh, that's a good that's one. My fucking jam right there. That was that was in there. That was seems in there. Like, seems appropriate. Maybe I don't know. Matt, what else do we need to tell people? I think there's mm. only one thing that has to be said for one final time, <laughs> and it's and you're the only uh, one. You're the only one who can say it. Yeah, that's yeah, the, it doesn't that, get said. If you're that's not here. that's the rule. That's the it's rule. You're serious. the only one who's allowed yeah. to say it. <laughs> Are we seriously? Are we done? Are we good? Well, you decide before, to do this? before he says it, let's oh, all say, um, you know, thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, listeners. We're doing it. For the love of God, <laughs> at this time in humanity and at this time in everyone's lives, please, people, please, for all that's good in the world, <laughs> keep on rocking. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music, because as you'll hear, Sometimes the story is the best song.